Wait, is this season two? I wasn't even ready yet. So, so what? Do I just insert a hot take here or something? My teeth! LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers are gonna repeat, but they are gonna play the Knicks in the Eastern Conference Championship, and the Jets are gonna be in the Super Bowl. They don't get much hot take in that. My teeth! Take that, take that, take that. My teeth! Brooklyn Stale, baby! Brooklyn Stale! My teeth! And welcome back to another edition of the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am your host, one and only Talon T. Taylor. Woo! It is another beautiful day here in South Florida, folks. It's April 19th, or as I like to refer to it as New Year's Eve. Yes. It is a lovely 79 degree, 79 degree evening here. And what we have for you today is sports, sports, and more sports, as as always. But we get to talk. We got we gotta have some birthday shout-outs, but we lost we lost a couple of people over the weekend. Um, we get to talk some playoff basketball. We get to talk some playoff hockey. We even get to talk some NFL and even some baseball news because my Yankees have made a splash. Yes, folks. But you know what I said? Regardless of the time and regardless of the weather, it's always a good time to talk some sports. So back at it like a sports fanatic. Woo! Did you miss me? I missed you. How you guys doing? First, first and first and foremost, first and foremost. Let me get these birthday wishes out of the way. And you know what? I'm a little mad at myself. I should have had a sound repair for this. I don't even know how I how I did this to myself, but I should have. But we are gonna make sure we get these birthdays out of the way. I wanna say happy birthday to Guillermo. That's basically the, the father of my homeboy, my best friend. Dude that I treat like a, like a father to me, like he's like one and only. I've known this guy my whole entire life, opened his doors to me, all kinds of stuff. This is his birthday just passed yesterday, so we want to say happy birthday to him. I want to say also happy birthday to a good friend of mine, Pollo. I call him El Frito. He just has a birthday today. And also, happy birthday. A person that's actually celebrating technically their very first birthday. And that is Jaden Coyle. The brand new baby boy of my homeboy. I just forgot his first name. <laughs> Holy crap. R- Joe Coyle. Russian Joe Coyle. <laughs> but yeah, 8 pounds, 11 ounces, baby boy. So basically, he's 9 pounds, right? No, 16 ounces. I don't know. Don't test me on that. Like I'll be a horrible drug dealer. So, 8 pounds, 11 ounces, Jaden Coyle. He was brought into this world about, what was it, like 2 o'clock this morning? Yeah, I've been up since about like 3 this morning. I, I Listen, I woke up with some back pains. And ever since, well, listen, let's put it this way. Back pains put me to bed early. Because, I, you know, I just get these random back spasms. I shouldn't say I get these random back spasms. I used to get what I thought was called random back spasms. Because in my heyday, in my military days, on top of the physical training and all, all of the stuff, anytime we did, you know, PT, which is our physical training, or we've or we've done, you know, and it 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 stands for a whole bunch of things too. Running miles upon miles upon miles. We're talking about twelve miles, you know, in a in a in a run for no reason. <laughs> you know, some days it's four, some days it's two, some days it's twelve, some days it's six. But doing rinse spins, doing suicides, playing basketball, we played football, frisbee, you know. But so I've done enough to throw my body up against walls, literally. And. I have a couple of herniated discs, you know, about three, four of them. And so what I used to was all those random muscle spasms, I guess is my, well, I guess is whatever's going on in my back, you know, added the added pain or the added ponder, the added plight of having, ponder, the added plight of having, of having herniated disc, I guess is the random back spasm. So while taking care of my grandfather, like I normally do, I have some black spasms. And I know, listen, I'm, I'm getting a little off, off kilter. You know, let's give me a little, 
Get into my life a little bit before we talk sports. Cause we gonna talk some heavy sports today. Right? Like I found out a bit. Of, I found I found out some good stuff for you guys today. Like some really really good stuff. So on top of like the birthdays out of here, you know, like we we also like the music bed that is picked for today. You're gonna be interested to hear this music bed today. Like, it really is good. Like I, I I'm impressed by it. So you know you have to like it. <laughs> if you're into you, you'll like it. I'm not even going to hint at it. Just know you'll like it. You know, if you know me and you know the kind of music I'm into, truly, truly into, then you like the music bed for today. You will. I'm going to give you a little bit of everything. So, yeah. Muscle spasms. Back spasms. Put me out early. And I was in bed by like 9 o'clock. But then that makes me wake up early. Cause I don't really require more than like 6 hours of sleep, to be honest with you. So... I got up and I've been up since about three. Um, played a couple of games of 2K. Um, I helped out a friend, worked through some issues at 3.30 in the morning. And now we're here tonight at 9.30 at night. With Oh, the game has started back. And, and I'm not, you know, I was, I was being kind of selfish. I was being kind of selfish. Instead of doing what I normally do, and that's... <laughs> have the game on while we're talking. I got a little carried away. I got a little caught up in this game. I got carried away how fast Oklahoma City decided to, uh, needed to, but needed to, but also decided to come out of that gate. Come out of that gate like, like a bat out of hell they did. And with that, they have been able to so far maintain the lead, even though they were up by as many as 15 at one point in time. Houston has managed to come back. And we are now looking at a 68 to 62 game. Just now starting the second half. And we're going to see how this how this plans out. Because right now, home court advantage is, is right now, has been awarded. But not even awarded. Has been earned by Houston. But a win here will take away that home court advantage if Oklahoma City can find a way to split these, game, these first two games at home. And bring some momentum back to OKC. And see if they can win those two while in OKC. And not have momentum, just come, momentum come right back over to Houston side, but I know you're ready to talk, I know I know you're really ready to talk to sports, so you know what, let's go ahead and get the elephant out of the room, I just want to make sure that was it, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Hernandez, Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> Aaron Hernandez was found dead in his jail cell, this sometime this morning, with, uh, with bed sheets wrapped around his neck, which looks as if, until further notice or until they say something else, he has committed suicide. Shortly after receiving a verdict that said that he wasn't gonna be held accountable for some additional murders, but he still is gonna be serving his life in prison for the one or two that he is currently in for. And there's going to be no redu reduction in sentence. So Aaron Hernandez kills himself. And since we're talking about the Patriots. What? You wanted some more? No. Screw that dude. So. Since we're talking about the Patriots. We, today was the day that the Super Bowl winning team visits the White House. And out of the whole entire Patriots um, organization that visited the White House today, they had four prominent players. They had four players that came out openly and said, "We will not visit the White House." The same way that Tom Brady came out and said last year, or two years ago, when Obama was in the White House, right? Or was in was in, was was yeah was in the White House. How he didn't want to go visit the president then, or see the president then, when he when the Patriots won the Super Bowl two years ago. I remember we said we was gonna watch this and see how this played out. Remember, like, remember, <laughs> you're sneaky, you. Remember, we, we wanted to know how this was gonna play out, and here it is, two years later, the Patriots have won again, but now it's a completely different president, and guys like Martellus Bennett, and Legarrette Blunt, and Devin McCarthy, and Chris Long 
have come out beforehand and said that, hey, we are not going to the White House to visit the president. We don't care about the president. We don't want to be seen with the president. We don't share this president's views or anything that this president has to say. We are disgusted by him and we think that he is doing a horrible job. That's basically what they're saying. Which is basically what, it's, what Tom Brady said two years ago. Without saying it. But then, Tom Brady turns around this year and he's also not going to be able to make it to the Super Bowl. Make it to meet the president. Now, Luckily for him, or I shouldn't say luckily for him, unfortunately for him, his mother is ill. And that is the reason that he is utilizing for his reason for not going to see, to visit the White House during this Patriots victory or invitation. This is not the reason I was given two years ago. So I don't want to, I don't want to like take anything away from, you know, obviously he has a sick mother, you know, I have to go out to her, you know, and hopefully she, you know, can find a way to make a recovery. But that doesn't exonerate Tom Brady. So Tom Brady gets off the hook for this year for not being able to make it because he has an ironclad excuse. But it kind of makes me curious what Tom Brady would have done. But... Without taking too much time of what Tom Brady could have, would have, should have, or how things might have played out as we see Gronk interrupting a presidential speech. Well, not a president, but a speech held in the White House. As he interrupts one of those little news conferences. Update 7163, Oklahoma City. So with all that put aside, we have the NFL Draft coming up folks and this we're talking about eight days away on April 27th we're gonna have the NFL draft if most of you guys are gonna be listening to this on SoundCloud or TuneIn Radio I mean you're gonna be listening to this on New Year April 20th so it means that the, the draft is gonna be a week away a week away folks and the Jets Yes, folks, I'm talking about the Jets. The JTS Jets, Jets, Jets has the number six pick. And listen, like, I guess what we want to do is like, I want to go through a couple of people because there's a couple of people that are catching my eye in this in this draft so far, right? And two of them are completely for the Jets' sake, right? That one of them is the quarterback out of Texas Tech and the other one is the linebacker is he a linebacker out of Alabama Pat Mahomes I believe is the quarterback out of Texas Tech and the linebacker I forget his name but he was definitely on Mike and Mike recently. And he has a military background. And there's a bunch of good upside for him. So when we come back, we're going to go through the top 10 picks. We're going to take a peek at what they may need. Uh, a couple of people are returning. And somebody has a grandson in football. Or come out of college that may be good enough to play in the NFL. I gave you a hint of who it may be. We'll talk about that and more when we come back from this commercial break. Developers, 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 developers,
Let me put you in the game. Being taken advantage of isn't a game and it needs to stop. Aren't you tired of being ripped off by those other guys? Then, head to Multivest Video Games to get the value you deserve on your games and gaming products. The games cost money, and you shouldn't feel like you're just giving them away. So why continuously buy a membership for prices and deals that you should be getting anyway? Multivest Games not only has fair pricing and great trading deals, Multivest has a wide variety of games, not just all your popular next-gen titles, but also all your favorite old-school titles and systems. Starting as early as Atari and Nintendo, to as current as PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360, and yes, that does include PlayStations, GameCubes, and Xboxes in between. They've been family-owned and operated for over 10 years, just off the intersection of 183rd and 7th Avenue in the Nurses Registry Plaza. That's conveniently located at 830 Northwest 183rd Street, Miami Gardens, Florida, 33169. Believe it or not, just five minutes from Sunlight Stadium, 790 the ticket, and oh no, let's not forget Tootsie's Adult Entertainment Center. Multivest Games, where you save more so you can play more. And we are back. And if you're listening, you're still listening to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am still your host, Talented Taylor. And you mean you listen to Evil on Mixalaw, which we will no longer be on in a couple of weeks. But if you're also listening, I mean, you're listening on SoundCloud or TuneIn Radio, so I also appreciate that as well. And it seems that for a while, that is going to be our exclusive location after we give up to after we give up Mixalaw, which means that you won't be getting me live anymore. Which means that every time is going to be a pre-recorded show. That, and, and that's all that means. And, listen, it's okay. It's okay. I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay with it. Listen, if you guys need to catch me live, then listen, start a protest, start a GoFundMe or something. And we will find a way to get me on the air live to you. But until then, yeah, we're going to have to take a quick break from what Mix-A-Law is going to be. So, and what it, what it mainly is that Mix-A-Law gives a free hour. And we're an hour-long show. And... That's how you guys like to listen in here. If we need it more than an hour, then uh, we'll work on that. But we're not gonna get too deep into that. As we talk about in the in the end of the last segment, right? Basically, the NFL draft is a week away, and there are a bunch of teams with a bunch of needs out there. And we have officially now the draft order where we have the Cleveland Browns picking at number one. And they're gonna be, and their needs, as they, as their needs are, it seems like every single year, course quarterback, and they're gonna need a pass rusher because almost everybody needs a pass rusher this year um, in the NFL. In the NFL, if you don't have one, any need a defensive back. Number the number two pick is gonna be the 49ers, and they also are in need of a quarterback because you know what they say: if you don't have a quarterback, then you're always looking for one. They're looking for outside linebacker and also a defensive lineman. The Chicago Bears, now that they've gotten rid of Jay Cutler. And let me remind you, 49ers got rid of Colin Kaepernick. And I don't know where he's at yet. Chicago Bears got rid of Jay Cutler. So they're gonna, they're gonna, they are going to need a quarterback as well as a defensive line. Oh, sorry. Outside lineman and a tight end. The Jacksonville Jaguars, who now believe they have their quarterback in Blake Bortles, are going to be looking to add in other areas, like the middle of that field. So they're looking to get a tight end. Also, defensive tackle and outside linebacker as well. The Tennessee Titans have the number five pick, and they're going to be looking for quarterback, cornerback, or wide receiver as well as an inside linebacker. Um, the Chargers are the New York Jets, folks. Oh, yes. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. The New York Jets have the number six pick. And as I kind of stated before, there are a couple of guys that have caught my eye. One of them is Jamal Adams. The military brat out of Alabama. Sorry, Jonathan Allen. <laughs> the military brat out of Alabama. And the first thing I thought about when I looked at him, like, yo, that's a man. They're like, that, that's a grown-ass man. See, and there it goes. Dirty, perfect, shark, a black flat, and walk the cell, a bucket, Martin, park a loom, a burden, dirt, and But, yeah, that guy is a man. And, wow. He sounds, not only is, is he, does he look like a man, he sounds like a man. And he sounds like, he has the, sound, he has the mentality of a well-disciplined, mature man for his age. 
that's one guy that if I'm looking at the Jets and you're talking about trying to build a new culture, that's a guy that if you look at that, I'm, I'm, if you're looking at if he's healthy for six, seven, eight, maybe ten years, that's the kind of guy that you build around, and that's the kind of guy you build a culture around. Like, he'll be a great guy. I mean, based off like what we have missing, now the Jets who who need a cornerback, a wide receiver, and an inside linebacker. I don't care if this guy is there. You need to grab him. I'm sorry. Just need a quarterback, outside linebacker, and a cornerback. He looked at the wrong one. So following it, and also, so you know, let's go ahead and tell you guys now. No, we'll wait. We'll wait. We could wait just a little bit. San Diego Chargers have the number seven pick. Well, they could be looking for our number one areas of need: wide receiver, defensive end, or offensive guard. Panthers have the number eight pick because remember the Panthers had a six and ten record, only one win better than the New York Jets. Defensive end, running back, tackle. Then the Bengals with number nine pick. They're gonna be looking for you for running back, edge rusher. Sorry, linebacker or edge rusher. And the Bills, number ten. We're gonna stop at ten for now because nobody really cares after number ten. We could get let's get into like Patriot and Giants world and we're gonna stay out of that land. Defensive back, wide receiver, outside tackle. Alright. So everybody's gonna have their needs. And even when you have your needs, every once in a while you're gonna have a guy or two that gets overlooked. As we do it almost every draft. Like, there's some freakish, there's some little guy that you just don't notice. You know, like Earl Campbell, I believe it is. Earl Campbell? Who's that guy in San Francisco? Not San, in Seattle. Earl Thomas. You know, you find some guy like that. Or another Thomas, like Isaiah Thomas. Like, <clears throat> am I the only one that remembers? Am I the only Nick fan? Let me know. <laughs> this is going to be a question. Am I the only one that remembers when Isaiah Thomas was being booed in the garden just because his name was Isaiah Thomas? Does anybody else remember that but me? Yeah, that guy that's leading Boston. That freakish guy of an athlete that was being overlooked in Phoenix. He was overlooked at one point in time. 60th pick of the NFL draft. And I say all of that because there is a guy, the grandson of a guy, of a very famous guy, but also a decently famous father as well. Because his father went to the University of Miami. And if I'm not mistaken, this University of Miami team won a championship. And he played with Hall of Famers like Warren Sapp, Ray Lewis, and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Maybe I should have teased that to you guys a little bit early before that commercial break. <laughs> See if you guys could have figured that out. And who is it? I am talking about Nico Marley. Why does that name sound familiar? Because he is the son of Rohan Marley. Why does that sound even more familiar to you? Because that means that makes him the grandson of, yes, Bob Marley. Now... Here comes the interesting part. This guy went to school right down here in Cypress Bay High School in Western Florida. He was born in Haiti, raised in Jamaica, moved to Miami when he was four, and basically been here ever since. Right? <clears throat> and the one thing that has been, I guess, is going to get him overlooked, which if he gets overlooked, I, get, I hope he gets overlooked into the Jets' hand, that he is five foot eight. And he is a he's a five foot eight, two hundred pound linebacker. But he has made forty out of forty nine starts in his four years in college. Thirty seven of those starts was at linebacker. He wasn't highly recruited. Went to Tulane. Two lanes. And he may be the only prospect from his school to get noticed. But the ones 
all it ever takes so far from my hair from this guy is one chance. And he has proven everybody wrong. He said they will say he was too small to play really high school football. And he kind of played that. Said he was going to be too small to play college football. He didn't get highly recruited. Tulane was one of the only few that, that did recruit. And even though like his team had a losing record, they found a way for... He found a way to shine enough to become an All-American. He, he, this guy hasn't even gotten an invite to the Combine. But everybody says is one look at him, and he's such a freakish athlete that you can't help but not to sign him. I'm going to keep my eye out, not only for this year, but on years to come, for the grandson of Bob Marley, a one Mr. Nico Marley. Game update, 86-74, Oklahoma City. Three minutes left in the third quarter. And from the sounds of it, Russell Westbrook may already have his triple-double. I don't know. I try to tune out Reggie Miller's voice anytime he's calling the game. Like The only thing worse than hearing Reggie Miller call the game is hearing Reggie Miller call the next game. Or hearing him... No. Hearing him try to sing in that one commercial... Is worse. Hearing him call a Knicks game is second. And then hearing him call a game period is third. And then him speaking is fourth. And then him sister speaking is fifth. Yeah, it's that strong. Who are these random? Anna Daquan. I, I, I'm going to put you on this. Because maybe that's what you want. You want to be famous. Because I don't think I know what Anna Daquan Johnson but Anna Daquan Johnson just sent me a Facebook request and she may be one of those other half-naked women that always send me Facebook because I have nine pictures. And that's it. I've been on Facebook for two days and they stay on Facebook for only two days. Because when you come back and check them three months later, it's the same nine pictures and they haven't made another post since. So why do you want to be my friend? Why? And... Even with that said, with basketball, like I said, with football, like I said, because everything with football is coming up, we're going to leave that just where it is. And also, have we mentioned, sorry, I said we could talk, talk about football and move on. Have we mentioned that Marshall Lynch has become a Raider? Yes, folks. That is going to be interesting to see. So things that are interesting to see is that. <laughs> the NHL playoffs. As yes, folks, we are just about four games now into the NHL playoffs. We have a, what's it, about four, three teams? Four teams that look at a possible elimination. We have two teams that are tied. Eight teams all together. Or I should say eight teams all together. Sixteen teams all together. And let's get a little background music for this one. No. Maybe not. Maybe we'll talk. Maybe we'll go into a commercial break. And when we go into the. And after we come back from that commercial break. We'll talk to NHL playoffs and tell you who's in the lead, who's about to get, who's officially about to get eliminated, and also who may actually win the Stanley Cup this year. We're going to go into all of that and more when we come back from these commercial breaks. Find millions of textbooks and solutions on the go. Marvel at how seamlessly it fits into your daily student activities. Walking through the quad, shopping for groceries, exercising, doing your laundry, dominating at the county fair, mashing down a black diamond, going for a sunset horseback ride, devouring Danielle Steele's latest page turner, feeding the bears. Catching flying babies, letting loose with the gang, intergalactic lightsaber battle, saving an adorable puppy from a burning building. 
or simply in the classroom. Find textbooks, read e-textbooks, and get guided solutions all in one place. Chegg, improving the college experience however you decide to live it. And we are back. If you're still listening, listen to my sports podcast. And yes, this segment is brought to you by Chegg. Chegg.com. Listen, this is where you buy textbooks for cheap and don't have to worry about spending all your parents' money. Get some cheap books, take the rest, and go party. Especially if you live out here in South Florida. Go to South Beach. Don't go to South Beach. Until it takes way too long to go down there. It costs way too much money. Go to downtown Fort Lauderdale. You know who's down there. So, as we said before, NHL playoffs are on the way. And in these NHL playoffs, there's eight teams right now. And we have, we have only, so far, four teams. Out of the eight teams in the playoffs, half of them are on the brink of elimination. So first up, we have Montreal Canadiens, who are going up against the New York Rangers, and that series is tied at 2-2. We have the Boston Senators going up against the Ottawa Bruins, and the Bruins are up 2-1. And the Washington Capitals up against the Toronto Maple Leafs. The Maple Leafs are up 2-1 on the Capitals. We have the Pittsburgh Penguins up playing the Columbus Blue Jackets. The Penguins are up 3-1 and getting ready to eliminate the Blue Jackets. And then up next, we have the Chicago Blackhawks taking on the National Predators. Predators are up 3-0. We have the St. Louis Blues taking on the Minnesota Wilds. And the St. Louis Blues are up 3-0. We have the Anaheim Ducks taking on the Calgary Flames. And the Ducks are up 3-0, getting ready to also eliminate the Calgary Flames. San Jose Sharks are up, or actually, San Jose Sharks are tied with the Edmund Oilers 2-2. And that is your NHL updates. Hope you caught that thriller. Because we're in the second half of this show. And we haven't talked one bit about... Date. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I was supposed to... Ha. Can I say one thing? Thank God they caught that killer from Cleveland. Like I'm not one that that guy that that man man is, is finally like is finally like down and off there. Like <laughs> it made me want to make sure my doors were locked. Like, I had to double check to make sure my doors were locked that night, kind of thing. But R.I.P. Also. Too rosy. If you don't know which Rosie we're talking about, we're talking about the Rosie from the tag team Rosie and Wow Fatu. Remember he had Super Rosie. He's come out in his little cape and everything else. But yes, that Rosie, not the Rosie that most of y'all may be thinking of that listens to this podcast. <laughs> That's just mean guys. Jeez. But wait, or I shouldn't say no. Yeah, because that's me to think that. Like, geez. Like, you, you would think you would hear in a much more formal way than on the podcast. But, while we're talking about things that are dead, right? Ah, uh, sorry. Let's not talk about things that are dead. Because with death, often comes life. As we tell my homeboy has had a baby boy, Jaden Cole, 8, eight pounds, 11 ounces. <laughs> Serena Williams is prego and is about to give birth. And you know what? She was just playing tennis. And if I'm not mistaken, she's far enough along that she was playing pregnant and dominating. <sighs> you know how she gets. <laughs> but, you know what? Let's not... We're not going to come back here. Because as I said, as we talk about things that have passed, or things that are, that are dead, am I the only one that is disgusted by playoff Kyle Lowry? I told you, today's music bed 
it's gonna be something to really get into. If you don't know this one, mm, I'll let you figure this one out. I know you guys picked up on the Bob Marley, picked up on the Michael Jackson. Do you know who this legend is? And I and I do mean legend. The the the, the Cal Lowry that plays in the playoffs is absolutely is absolutely horrible. It's, it's disgusting. And it seems like every single year they've been in the playoffs, I hear him apologizing to his teammates. So they finally so Toronto after so Toronto one year, their very first game of the season, they played the, the Cleveland Cavs. And they give the Cleveland Cavs everything that they have, and they realize that all it took was a little bit more effort, and they could compete with these teams in the league, and they could make it into the playoffs. And they make it into the playoffs, and they literally wet the bed. I mean, it has, I mean, seriously. <laughs> the Toronto Raptors and Kyle Lowry do not make a good team at all and I'm at and and wow that the disparity the spirit the disparity in his shooting not that he was ever a great shooter or anything else like that it's just that when you're constantly playing against the best eight teams in the world and now you're definitely always going to be playing against the best point guards in the world and they are playing against a Milwaukee team and we don't want to get too much into that right now because you know we have another segment we're even going to even get into what's really really going on in the NBA in the NBA Playoffs. <laughs> I was about to say finals, but we're not quite yet to the finals yet. And playoff, playoff Cal Lowry, and playoff. I'll even go as far to put some of this blame on his counterpart, DeRozan. This cannot consistently get it done because they are the complete opposite of what playoff. Raja Rondo and playoff Dwayne Wade is as with the help of Jimmy Butler they are out there and not so much Jimmy Butler but really Dwayne Wade and Rajo Rondo are out there straight sunning people. It's sunning ninjas, B. <laughs> like, they are sunning them. Like, they are out there schooling them. They are putting on a playoff clinic. And it makes you see now why last year the Miami Heat was just like, yo, we just wanted to make, we just wanted that matchup. We just really wanted Dwayne Wade and these guys healthy so we can get that matchup with LeBron. So now what we get to possibly see is that if the Chicago Bulls can find a way to knock off the Boston Celtics, we're talking about Boston Celtics now, or the Chicago Bulls now technically take over what's now considered the number one seed in the East. What that means is that they are going to play the number four team, whether that be Milwaukee, I'm oh, sorry, whether that be Atlanta or Washington. And I have faith, ironic faith, that they can do, that they can sun Atlanta and Washington the way that they are sunning Boston in them. But they're not just sunning Boston in them. They're also sunning their own plays in a completely different way. So, yes, what do I mean by sunning? They're schooling these cats. They're embarrassing that defense. They're, they, they are... They, Raja Ronda is controlling the pace. Controlling the complete pace of the game. Raja Ronda is basically putting up a triple-double. People forget. Raja Rondo at his best does basically put up a triple-double. They have all learned something that we are kind of criticizing LeBron James for. Even me. But we're gonna talk about that a little bit more when we when we get to LeBron James. I don't wanna bring I don't wanna talk about LeBron James yet. But just know. I may be apologizing to him a little bit later in the show. He is that serious. But not only... So not only are they embarrassing... Like I said, Roger Ronald's controlling the pace. Dwayne Wade is getting to whatever comfortable spot that he needs to get to. But not only getting to a comfortable spot, 
playing at a pace that's comfortable for him because this is the playoffs and there's no reason for him to run and gun and, 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 and run up and down like we're seeing in Oklahoma on Oklahoma City and Houston right now. 92-86, Oklahoma City. Start of the fourth quarter. 11.30 left to go. Let's see if Oklahoma City can hold on to this lead. And I am hungry, folks. I'm about to get me some stew peas when we're done with this. I guess we're not going to do Wing It Wednesday later today. As I, as, as I have not heard from my people. So we're going to see you as, as we end the show in 20 minutes. Maybe it's me. Maybe 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 I did the show too late and maybe I'll be come, I'm going to be contacted them too late. Maybe I go... <laughs> You know what? I don't even want to talk about my peoples right now. But you know what? I'm about to go later on this later on tonight. So, but not only is, as I said before, is Roger Rondo and Dwayne Wade sunning the opposing team. They're sunning their own team. Because on the fly, they are teaching them on how their style of basketball can win playoff games, how their style of basketball can win playoff series, how their style of basketball can take them to a championship round. That is not going to happen for Toronto and them boys the way that they're playing. Unfortunately, it's not going to happen for Houston the way that they're playing. It's not going to happen for Oklahoma City the way that they're playing. But the one thing I have learned, the one, one thing I have learned from all of this, is that, yes, folks, I do owe LeBron James an apology because LeBron James basically told us the regular season doesn't matter and then Raja Rondo and Dwayne Wade showed us that the regular season doesn't matter it just matters that you make it into the playoffs and once LeBron James really figured out that he made it into the playoffs and figure they know we're not going to lose enough games at this point for us to have to go ham. Then let's start our resting process. Because what LeBron James has basically done now is that, because I've, I've said this myself, LeBron James can, can go on to any team in the NBA and take them to the championship round. Of, take them to the conference championship game at least. That, that's what LeBron James can do. I don't know if I can say that about any other player in the league right now. That if you put them on any team. They are guaranteed to make it to the conference championship round. But if you put LeBron James on any one of these teams. That's what he does. And so, with that, he gets enough wins that he doesn't have to go ham anymore throughout a whole NBA season. Because when when the playoffs start, this is when they're constantly looking to turn it on. And that first round is really where their season begins. And later on tonight... When things cool down and they calm down, you're going to have to stop worrying what to do on Fridays. Stop worrying, stop thinking, just head down to Capone's nightclub in downtown Fort Lauderdale. Listen, this is where you're going to find my friend D. Seth, he's gonna be mixing the lounge room so you can start dancing, start drinking. I understand some of you need a little bit of that liquor encouraging your system. So, you know what? Start drinking so you can start dancing. Don't matter what you do, whatever you do, just make sure you do it with DJ Scepter. This is every Friday from 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. Ladies, you bring your sexy fellas, you bring your swag. It's going down to components. And of course, as you already know, there's more. Of course, there's more. He, what kind of DJ owns? He's only DJing one time a night. 
I guess if he's charging 40000 for a show, maybe, or rocking out someplace, maybe, but that's not him. He's your local, friendly neighborhood DJ, and he is amazing. And tonight, when I'm done with the podcast, and I fill my belly, I am going down to Capone's nightclub. I'm sorry, I am going down to O'Malley's. Because my homeboy DJ stepped out of store, DJing there at 10 o'clock. Right now it's 10.13, so he's been in the mix for about 13 minutes now. He's going to be DJing at 2 a.m. Um, yes, that, so that's O'Malley's. I don't know where's that. It's on 441, that State Road 7, depending on what you like to call it. Right between Royal Palm Boulevard and Coconut Creek Parkway. Trying to figure out what to do on a Thursday. You can find him at O'Connor's. Listen, DJ Scepter is playing everywhere. And when I mean everywhere, I mean everywhere that you want to be. Birthdays, weddings, bar mitzvahs, quinceaneras, bachelor, bachelorette parties. And yes, even at Boca Bash. Listen, DJ Scepter puts a royal touch on everything. And for reservation, it's too simple. Just go to Bookings. That's B-O-O-K-I-N-G-S at DJScepter.com. Yes, and we are still, and we are back. And if you're still listening, I mean, you listen to the Mighty Sports Podcast, even on TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud Radio, or MixLR while we still have it. And if you're listening, I do want to thank you for listening as we continue to go into our NBA playoffs. We're going to these NBA playoffs. Yeah, Mr. LeBron James, I have, to, I, I have to, I have to owe him a slight, a slight, slight, slight apology. Because you know, we do see that his team, you can see why he didn't worry about playing the number one team. Because we saw how they embarrassed also Boston at the end of the thing. And listen, let's not forget, let's not forget, let's not forget. I do have to say this. Boston's star point guard, Isaiah Thomas, is going through a tragic loss as he lost his sister in a one-on-one, in, 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 a, in a one-person collision. So basically she spun out, lost control or whatever it was. And, she, and, and it was fatal for her. Listen, I know somebody that just had a one-on-one collision. And he, he put him in the neck brace for a couple months. That's why I told him I, I was happy to see him. He's the best friend of my. He's the brother of my best friend. So we understand that, but the way that Boston has looked means it does not mean anything. And listen, it's not going to be easy. Nobody ever said it was going to be easy, but. You do have to find other people to score. Once again, Rajah Rondo is no joke. Rajah Rondo can average a triple double for he has come as close as most as anybody to putting up a, to putting up as many triple doubles. Let's not forget Rajah Rondo is that dude. Not to mention Rajah Rondo is known for his defense. So if you're telling me that all game long all he's doing is a, is a racing Isaiah Thomas, listen Isaiah Thomas still puts up 32, but it's a hard 32. Another playoff team that kind of upsets me is Playoff Clippers. Playoff, yeah, Playoff Clippers. And and we kind of hinted at this a little bit last last week when we talked about the Clippers. The Clippers that I keep telling you, these this team, the team that has Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, Jamal Crawford, J.J. Redick, Austin Rivers, DeAndre Jordan, that team. That team that just can't find a way to do better than Atlanta. I'm talking about the Atlanta Hawks that used to have, that used to have the Smith boy on there, Josh Smith. Talk about that Atlanta team. You know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like they have, they have just been a second round and done, second round and done, second round and done. Like they, I like, I, I like the effort. I love the effort, but they need to find something. They are in desperate need to me of a young wing. Perimeter guard. 
And I hear the crowd going wild in Houston, and that is because the Houston Rockets have gone up 96-94 with eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. And we see Russell Westbrook answer back, ties it up 96-96, and if I heard them correctly, he has 30 points. So the LA Clippers are going to have to start finding a way to start winning games, and they're going to have to address something. They're going to have to... I don't know. They're going to have to find a way to get young talent there. So, if I'm looking at them, right? Ironically, the two people that comes to my mind, one of them is Melo. And we'll talk about Melo in a minute. But the other one is Paul George. Like, you get somebody on that 2-3 spot. Because that's really where they're lacking at. Somebody really there that can help take... Because... Chris Paul is too small. It's too small to have to be the only guy that can score with the ball in his hands, really. Blake Griffin is too is too goofy, and he's and his athleticism is starting to go. I don't know if he's starting to realize that, or he's starting to really settle for that jump shot because he is too soft. And DeAndre Jordan can only finish when he is being lobbed to for real, for real, as he has still not developed any form of post game. In almost a decade now of basketball. He was Blake. But Blake has a little but Blake has a little bit more. He hasn't gotten a better post game. I mean, like, his post game should be better at this point. I, I think it's gotten kind of stagnant, I guess to say the least. So the yeah, any clippers keep underachieving, and they're gonna have to address something like that. And if I'm them, I make a heavy push for Paul George. I mean a heavy, 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 heavy push for Paul George. As everybody's as everybody's salary cap is going to go up next year by like another 20-something million, they should be able to find themselves in a position to sign a guy like Paul George. And listen, if I'm Paul George, I don't like... Being in India is cool, but we see where it's getting you as you're playing Cleveland right now. Which is the level of competition that you need to get your team to if you're going to be competitive in this league. Not just the East, but in this league. Like, Cleveland is your gold standard, but he is not just the standard for the East. He is the standard for the league as well. But going over there, where you're going to get a bunch of veteran talent around you. A veteran point guard that knows how to win. A veteran coach that knows how to coach. You're going to get a veteran... Young veteran, young a veteran power forward and a veteran center, guys that can play defense, guys that can play offense, and you're a two-way point and you're a two-way guardish. Listen, Paul George may be perfect if we're talking about helping to take a team over the hump. He'll be perfect to go to the Clippers. Or if he doesn't do that, him and Russell could always go to the Lakers in a couple of years. But Paul George, if I'm him, I opt out of Indiana. And I, I look at the Clippers, just, just, just like how Melo and his Melo drama should be looking elsewhere. Because I love me some Melo, but Melo isn't going to win here. And the only place I don't want him to go to, to be honest with you, is, 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 to, is to Cleveland. So if he goes to Chicago and he joins like Jimmy Butler, Dwayne Wade, and Roger Ronda, I'd be happy. If he goes to the L.A. Clippers and joins them boys up there, see, even that would be better. Move Paul George down to, to shooting guard and also add Camilla Anthony. Listen, even Paul George coming to New York. Uh, holy crap. Paul George can come to New York. He can. It'll, it'll, oh, man, I'm just realizing I'm saying that. I have a hard time taking Paul George over Melo. I do. But I, I would, but I will, but I even have a, but I would definitely take Paul George with Melo as well. As we talk about the Melo drama that's going on, Camilla Anthony is not only by, not only has Phil Jackson come out and said, that hey, we may need to look to part ways with Camilla Anthony. Yes, the, the GM or the basketball, the president of basketball operations has come out and said that it may be time to part with Camilla Anthony. 
and he he made it from the standpoint of looking from looking at it from a mellow standpoint, or from Melo's point of view, or from a considerate point for Melo. He's like, listen, Melo needs to win, and he's chasing that, and he needs, may need to go somewhere, and he needs to go chase that ring. But right now, where we're at in New York, and where he needs and wants to be, we're just not gonna beat it. Which makes it makes you know, as a Knicks fan, that they just re-signed Phil Jackson to two more years. So that means that we have at least two more years of rebuilding. I guarantee you that. It's gonna suck. But Camilla Anthony also has a new trade clause, so we just can't get rid of Camilla Anthony. Camilla Anthony has to want to go somewhere. And we're talking about coming, getting back minimum assets. So what kind of minimum assets would you like to get back that is just a really good player? See, if you're talking about spacing, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I can see Phil just being just, just flat out. I'm talking about Phil here, not me. Phil flat out just trading Camilla Anthony for J.J. Redick. I can see that. So, but not only has now the president of basketball's operations said to Camilla Anthony that we want you out of New York, his wife Lala has said to him that she wants out of this relationship after finding out that he potentially got a stripper pregnant. And I know what you guys are thinking, because it's been all over the world, all over the meme verse. Uh, yeah, we know Chris Paul cheated on his wife and she, oh, sorry, not Chris Paul, but Dwayne Wade cheated on his wife and she took him back, and Kobe cheated on his wife and, and she took him back, and eventually we'll probably figure that Camilla Anthony will probably be taken back by Lala, but if she doesn't, it lets you know what the power of that ring means, and I'm not talking about the ring that he, a man gives a woman when he wants to marry her, I'm talking about the power of being a champion and having that ring. Wow. <laughs> But we'll see as they're currently separated. Right now, they're going to go through it, and she's going to go through it, and she's going to go back to LA, and she's going to work, and she's going to do a little thing in New York, and she's going to work. <laughs> and we are going to definitely see if they get back together. 104, 100, Houston, with just about under five minutes left in the fourth quarter. So, Melo is not wanted in New York by half the fans. He's not wanted in New York by his president of operation. And his wife, him and his wife are going through issues. And we do know this for one fact. The reason why I talk about Melo possibly going to the LA Clippers and it possibly working also is that also because we also know the kind of market that he wants to go to. So, we know he's not going to go back. He's not going to come down here to Miami. Because he's not going to go play with those boys and, and, and be the second string to LeBron. Because we all know that's not going to work. And even though we know he's not going to go to Cleveland because he doesn't want to be in that. Because that market isn't any, anything, to, any, any, anything to be attractive to. Chicago may not quite be a big enough market. But it is good enough. Maybe. But LA, even if it is the Clippers, is definitely the kind of place that Camilla Anthony is going to want to be in. So, as like I said, we have the first game of the playoffs going on right now. We're going to do a quick recap because you know what? It is time. It is time. It is time. Just come down to the end of the show. We have about 90 seconds left. The score is 102-104. Houston still. Right? And so we've talked about all this. We've talked about it. We've talked about it, how these playoffs have gone. So we have Boston that is currently down. Two to nothing over Chicago. That's basically what that rant is about. That Chicago is up two nothing over Boston. We have the Cleveland Cavaliers who are up also two nothing over Indiana. We have the Toronto Raptors who are tied with the Milwaukee Bucks one one. And I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell you something. The Milwaukee Bucks to me, I believe, can beat more than half of these teams in the seven game series. So. I believe they can beat Washington. I believe they can beat Atlanta. I believe they, I believe they can beat Toronto. I believe they can beat Indiana. And from now on, I can see that I believe they can beat Chicago. I believe Milwaukee is, is, is low-key a top three team in the East. Also, I think that Milwaukee is low-key a top four team in the West. Like, they will beat everybody except for Golden State and San Antonio Spurs. I'm sorry, top three team in the West. I believe Milwaukee Bucks will beat, will beat every single team except for the San Antonio Spurs and the Golden State Warriors in the seven-game series. And, nope, I'm going to give you one more. The LA Clippers. They'll be too well coached for them. That that right there will be the difference. Maybe. And that is a big maybe. Yes, I believe the Milwaukee Bucks are this 
got that close from literally being a top five team in the NBA. I believe they're there now. I believe if you put them in a seven-game series, that they're there now and they can win. But man, man, oh man, that boy Giannis Antetokounmpo, he's a... <laughs> Top of that, we also have Atlanta and Washington. And Washington is looking to be up to nothing in this in this game, if I'm not mistaken. As they have the other game going on right now as we speak. Portland and Golden State as Golden, as Portland has given Golden State two, two um, has given them their, their best shot. Portland has not found a way to win a game so far. San Antonio Spurs have beat has has also so far kept Memphis out of the win category and Oklahoma City and Houston is playing on as, as we speak right now and the update for that still 102-104 3-16 left in the fourth and the LA Clippers and the Utah Jazz are split and I'm telling you right now the LA Clippers caught a major break because if the because if, if the Utah Jazz's center what's his name Gobert was not injured I don't think the Clippers kept that second win you have been listening to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Talent T. Taylor. As always, I do appreciate you taking the time out to listen. So thank you. Stay tuned. Stay blessed. And don't stress. And I don't remember if I told you last week, but I think I did. The show on Tuesdays and Thursdays have been canceled. There's no more spill on the radio, but we're still working some of the things out to see how things are working. But we will move on. We will prosper. Thank you. Stay tuned. Stay blessed. Don't stress. Mooly out. Sorry, boys. All the stitches in the world can't sew me together again. Lay down, lay down. Always knew I'd make a stop there. But a lot later than a whole gang of people thought. Last call for drinks. Bars closing down. Sun's out. Where we going for breakfast? Don't want to go far. Rough night. Tired, baby. Tired. Well, I'm going to take my talents to South Beach. Because I'm the best player in the world. I have a huge basketball IQ. Mm-hmm. My teeth!